Welcome back to another episode of Brutal Politics. I'm your host, Kyle Beckman. So, I wasn't going to go and do another <laughs> episode uh, this week, uh, but I listened to Amazing Lucas talking about Trump being uh, removed, completely, permanently banned from Twitter, and a large amount of other platforms as well. So, including Instagram, Facebook, uh, I think Spotify even. I was like, wait, is Trump even on Spotify? Uh, like, maybe it's because of his ads or something like that or whatnot. Uh, this might be an anticipation if he were to run again in 2024. Uh, although, I think that they may still have to allow for Trump ads uh, because if they are to deny a political candidate's ads, I think that there's some legality about that that may prohibit them from from doing so but anyways uh yeah so trump is pretty much excommunicated from all tech platforms as of now and uh then parlor has been removed from amazon and apple uh and i checked on the google store it's gone there too so you know congratulations big tech you're censoring speech and you know, Google and Apple and Amazon, I mean, what you're doing to Parler, Parler adheres to your general terms of service that, you know, others apply to their platforms. So I don't know what you're looking for. I just need to say that it's wrong and this is going to end badly because you're 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 going to foment more radicalism you're going to foment more violence and maybe that's part of your plan you just don't care uh because you know most of the big tech you know billionaires and millionaires are you know in nice secure probably guarded or armed homes so you know you guys don't really care until they come to you and um you know still the u.s capital uh what, what happened to the u.s capital i sympathize with the people who who did what they did because i do feel that they were partly there to have their grievances redressed and they have a congress that or a government that doesn't listen to them um you know lucas today or well, yesterday, said <clears throat> basically, though, that Trump is still responsible, even though he uh, didn't directly say or in, uh, directly incite violence. It was like you read between the lines or, you know, it was implied and things like that. And that, you know, these people who he, uh, you know, who, who were there to hear him speak at the rally, you know, that he 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 sent them dog whistles so you know so so to speak and look the law is clear you have to do certain steps you know by the law for to incite violence you know or to cause an insurrection those th those steps those criterion were not those those or those criteria were not met so therefore trump didn't do what Lucas is alleging he did. So I, I, I hate when I start to see 
some of the conservatives, like, you know, tuck tail and run. And I saw that with, 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 with Lucas to a degree. I agreed with him on other aspects too, which is, here, here's the one aspect I will agree with Lucas on is, look, if you're going to go and ban Trump and you're going to ban others for certain types of speech, that you need to ban all politicians who engage in that type of speech. I believe the Ayatollah of Iran is able to be on Twitter saying death to America. And he still gets away with that. And, you know, you know, Trump goes and says, you know, let's have a peaceful protest and he gets banned. So I understand, I understand like Trump basically when he announced his, his, his running for president and people got up in arms when they said, you know, um, about illegal immigrants coming from Mexico and they're bringing crime. Um, they're, they are bringing rapists, uh, you know, things like that. Look, there's, you know, department of Homeland security, you know, border and border patrol statistics. Uh, there's, there's crime stats. Um, you know, I've talked to us marshals personally, uh, one of them was, used to be a drinking buddy of mine. And he said, the people who are coming to this country now are not the workers of, you know, yesteryear. They are people who are, you know, either trying to avoid criminal, uh, prosecution in their countries of origin, or they are working for cartels or they are, you know, and they're engaging in human trafficking, um, the Sacramento area of California is a big hub for that because it's uh, right there on I-5, which is the main thoroughfare throughout California, north and south. So down to Mexico, I-5 goes, and they send up the you know the 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 women and the children uh, up north, you know, and and it go and I-5 goes all the way to Canada. So it's not it, it's 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 not beyond rational uh, rational thought that that's that's very reasonable that's very plausible <clears throat> the problem is is that nobody wants to listen to that and you know everybody just you know from the get-go who on the left declared trump will racist trump supporters white supremacists and neo-nazis uh and, and and when you do when you characterize people like that you just basically put ad hominem attacks and and that the big tech went along with that because many of the the leftist supporters who were either bernie bros and and i used to be a bernie supporter before i got disillusioned with all that bullshit um <clears throat> the bernie bros the you know or the, your mainstream democrats uh or clinton supporters or whatnot you know the the many of those people as, as you all well know comprise the big tech industry um very few are conservatives uh, and if there are any, they usually have to be closeted. You know, the company I work for, I don't have to be closeted. You know, my manager knows I'm a um, Trump supporter. You know, um, I mean, she may take issue with, you know, my, my, my uh, opinion on, 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 on the U.S. Capitol thing, but I, I can explain it, uh, it as in I'm not encouraging violence, but I am seeing how when people get so angry frustrated with their government that their government won't give the won't redress their grievances of just looking into the ballots d demanding a forensic 
audit and investigation by a third, an independent third party, nonpartisan third party, to just review five or six states, you could have avoided all of this. And it, it, it and and you could tell by the tension in the room. I mean, back in November, you could tell the tension in the room, and both the Republicans and the Democrats were like. I don't know. Let's just go and turn up this oven, or you know, turn up the the stove. See how how uh, how how big of a boil pitch we can get. Let's go and see how you know. Let's go and you know. Let's go and light this tea kettle up. See how high it screams. I mean, that's that was on both of them. And I feel this is a feeling. I feel part of that anger. Of of what occurred at the U.S. Capitol, that was how people were feeling. I just have a feeling that that's how they were feeling. Now, some of those people were there to go and take selfies and do all sorts of whatnot. I don't know, but all I can say is that we could have avoided the death and 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 the violation of of of, of federal law. You know, we could we could have avoided all of that had there just been some common sense. I, again, I appreciate what Ted Cruz was proposing, which was a 10-day evaluation and investigation of, of, of the votes. That, I mean, but, you know, as soon as I think that they got wind that Mike Pence was going to certify the electoral votes, that's when I think that everybody kind of breached the U.S. Capitol and, and, and that kind of, you know, everything went out the window because reason had gone out the window. Um, and when reason goes out the window, you know, shit pops off. So, uh, that's, that's, that's what I'm going to, that's where I stand on, on, on the U S Capitol, um, situation. And, you know, my heart does go out to all the people who did lose their lives because it could have been avoided had our government listened, had the government listened, you know, there's, and that's the problem is, is that you see, you have people like Lucas who was saying, oh, well, you know, I was seeking for the truth. I was looking for the truth. You know, I was hoping that Trump would win. And he's like, and I try to look into like, you know, the ballots and the this and the that. And I'm like, did you though? You no, know, you, you just, you just went and read articles that were written by mainstream media who had already framed the narrative that there was nothing there. We don't know because nobody – look, they hacked one of these voting machines – I'm not going to say which company – on the floor of the Senate. So these machines do have the capability of being hacked. You know, when you're, when you're blocking voters from seeing – or when you're blocking uh, the, the – uh, the, um, election uh reviewers from seeing the the vote count you are adding to this distrust in the system in the distrust of the results when you're moving voting machines into back rooms when you are when you refuse to allow them to be audited like in Arizona they refuse to allow certain machines to uh, under legal subpoena to be reviewed when you have uh 
of the refusal of Georgia to compare signatures to the ballots when you've separate when you've separated chain of custody in places like Michigan, Pennsylvania, when the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania went and allowed additional mail-in ballots to be counted after the election date, after receipt by election date, as long as they were received three days later, and then they were separated from 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 uh, they were not all separated from uh, the uh, the the mail-in ballots that were received by the election date, so they became intermingled. So you've already spoiled the pot. You see, you've already spoiled the vote. And then, and then once they go and get a ballot, they separate the 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 the, the envelope which has a signature on it. You know, and, and so you can't then compare the two. So you've spoiled the entire election. And then they go and say, oh, well, you know, hey, we've already got this. And then there's those that supposedly, allegedly, um, when they were sent in for a, a uh, adjudication, where there there's some that showed that there was a, a mark for maybe Joe, like an X next to Joe Biden and an X next to a, another candidate, and they gave it to Joe Biden. Instead of going and saying, "Well, neither of them count for Joe. Neither neither of these count. They cancel each other out." Um, and then there's other there's supposedly others where there was no marking for president, and then after adjudication, it's marked for Joe Biden. Now, I don't know how prevalent this was. I don't know how uh, widespread that this type of adjudication uh problem was but that's where the there's a break in chain of custody and there is something there that needs to be looked at and needs to be evaluated when you don't do that and 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 the these stories whether they're true or false all right whether they're true or false they are out there people believe this stuff so because you have that because you have this tension in this election, and because the Congress just said, I don't care, and after, and I think that I, 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 there might have been more <clears throat> willingness by Congress had um, Warnock and Ossoff lost. Uh, there might have been more willingness to maybe go and say, okay, well, we're going to go and review this stuff. But at that point, Democrats were like, nope, we've got it all in the bag. We, we still control the, the House. We now control the Senate. Uh, because Kamala Harris uh, is a tie-breaking vote, uh, and we have the White House. So, F you, you know, we won, get lost. Um, and I'm not putting all of that on the Democrats. I'm putting that also on the Republicans, because the Republicans were just like, okay, that's what we're going to do. Yep. You know, it's like, I, I give Ted Cruz credit where credit is due. I, I applaud his solution. It would have been something that probably could have quelled some of, of, of the unrest and it, um, it probably could have saved lives. That's uh, it had, had it been, had it been decided maybe in December, uh, that would have probably been something that, you know, there wouldn't have been this, uh, anger, uh, had they done this, given it 10 days prior to the, um, 
prior to the new Congress and everything like that. That that would have been that would have been the smart thing to do. They should have done that in like December. I don't know, or December twentieth or something like that. So, so that's that's where I take issue with with Lucas is that there, it not it hasn't been debunked. This this has this isn't baseless claim. These aren't baseless claims. This is actual material substantive allegations that need to be thoroughly vetted and weren't thoroughly vetted because the Supreme Court or the Supreme Court kicked out the Texas uh, case for lack of standing uh, and many other uh, courts, lower courts and even uh, state Supreme Courts did the same on procedural grounds and didn't get into the substantive allegations made. So, media trying to say their baseless claims is is misinformation and it is a, a a mischaracterization of the court proceedings. The court proceedings that actually looked into this stuff, like I believe it was in Michigan, actually allowed for an audit of twenty two Dominion voter machines and found inaccuracies and a report was created after that report was created it was then dismissed because oh it was you know created by a uh, you know a guy who's you know donated you know trump and you know blah 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 so he's clearly biased not even looking into the material facts of the report so you know these people just do character assassination and then they're gonna say oh because it was a trump supporter can't trust this bye-bye that's completely intellectually dishonest. So, so that's so that's where it's like all of this stuff. There, there's so much, and that people have just made their ideological biased decisions, determinations, conclusions. That's that's where we are in a society now. That truth is. In the eye of the beholder. That's it. There is no substantive truth anymore. There is no, there are no facts. There's only opinions. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't like when I see people like Lucas who, uh, you know, I, I, I like that he is not like, completely ideologically bent um he does try to give a uh more of an objective and instead of a subjective analysis of how things are going and he's pretty funny as how he does it but that one what he's just saying and then he's trying to say oh you know you guys were just gaslit by trump and it's like this is us you know talking about like cult leader and this is like how you know um cult you know mem- cult members you know follow a cult leader and stuff and i was just like oh man now you're just getting into some of the leftist talking points trying to say that the the trump supporters and that president trump is, are, are are a are a cult and this 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 narrative of a cult of personality. No, it's a, if anything, it's a perspective of 
a desire for America. A want to have America treated first. America be focused on instead of how the globalists have always been pushing for NAFTA and CAFTA and permanent normalized trade relations with China. And then the Obama is pushing for the TPP calling it and, and Hillary Clinton calling it the gold standard. Um, look, shipping millions of jobs, at, 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 you know, hundreds of thousands of manufacturing jobs overseas and abroad, decimating states across the Midwest. I just, you know, fomenting uh, poverty and, and, and destruction and, and, and desperation for generations. The erosion of the middle class in the Midwest and even parts of the coastal regions also that these shareholders could make a better buck you know that that that's where like when bernie sanders was talking about that stuff that's where i was like yeah i i that's that's how i feel that's why there was so much crossover between bernie sanders and trump supporters was because they're they're the forgotten people of america and, and i grew up with you know I feel working class parents because quite frankly, you know, even though totality, you know, combination, my parents, you know, they, they did pretty well for where we lived in rural California, uh, compare, you know, in comparison to other families, but we still, I mean, it's like my parents had lots of credit card debt, you know, it was still as paycheck to paycheck. Um, you know, I had a great childhood. I was the only child though. It's so it's like, they only had one to take care of. Uh, we didn't live in a great house. It was a, a, my dad remodeled it. It was a, you know, but it was ours and it was, but it, but I grew up like a lot of these people, which is, I grew up where it's like, you know, you, you knew about hard work. I mean, you know, I, I mowed lawns to, you know, pay for gas money for my car and, I, I helped my dad with the remodeling of the house because one, it's expected. And two, it's my house too. You know, I didn't sit on my ass and just play video games. Um, you know, I, I grew up playing outside going, going, uh, I don't know, shooting pellet guns and stuff like that with, uh, with my buddies and, you know, throwing, throwing knives and, you know, doing all sorts of, you know, kid adventures and shit. You know, uh, you know, it's not like the disconnected kids of the coastal elites, as they're called, where you've got kids who have no social skills. They just sit on their phones all day. They don't go outside. They they can't ha hold a conversation. They can't look you in the eye. So, of course, half these kids go get diagnosed with some sort of disorder, some with autism. You know, oh, can't look, you know, can't, kid can't look me in the eye, can't have, hold a conversation with me. No, it's just because the parents have just bought into this technical, technology bullcrap and that they've put their child into this world of not knowing how to communicate. You know, parents who just, hey, the, the TV's the babysitter. We're not going to go outside. We're not going to go play. So, I, these are just the things. So I understand where these, where, where 
the Midwest and, and uh, the working class and the middle class uh, families and voters are, are, are why they're disgusted with this country, why they're disgusted with how things have been going. And Trump was giving them an alternative. Trump was giving them a solution. And these people just felt, I believe, like that they just weren't cared about again at the end of this. And, you know, thing, people who are desperate, people who get frustrated, you know, that they, they act out. And um, I don't know. Some could say rightfully so. I, I, I don't know. But the one thing is, is that, you know, people, you know, what Lucas was talking about though also was, was this, he was talking about that. Oh, well, you know, uh, Trump is, you know, or sorry, he was talking about that, how people were gaslit was that, you know, the country is falling apart that, you know, we're going to experience socialism or communism and that um, the America that we have isn't there anymore or something like that. It isn't there anymore, Lucas. It isn't there. I just talked about the the trade agreements, some of which Trump was able to uh, fix with uh, maybe some, possibly some some good will come from phase one China trade deal. Uh, but with the USMCA, uh, he had trade agreements with South Korea and Japan. There are probably others that were not talked about, but there, you know, but the most, for the most part, a lot of the manufacturing jobs and everything like that, there's, they're, they're gone. Trump brought back, I guess, 500,000 manufacturing jobs, which is great, but still that's a fraction of the number that have gone. I always still have mothballed steel mills. We've got mothballed factories. Uh, so, you know, you've got entire communities that have been decimated. Over 30 years of globalist trade agreements and allowing China to enter into the world stage as a trade partner, which was one of the dumbest decisions that we ever did so all of that is bad um so not just that but you want to talk about like the look at the culture of america changing okay and and you know lucas was talking about well we all agreed to the terms of service you know to use these plat these tech platforms yeah do you know originally that the terms of service were pretty relaxed with with twitter and with Facebook and these other platforms, it was like you could say a lot of stuff. I mean, some maybe like you know, hey, it was offensive, but you could say it. Now you misgender somebody if you feel that Ellen Page is still Ellen Page and not Elliot Page because gender dysphoria is a mental disorder in the DSM five. Like I feel, you know, sorry. But I know the trans community wants to go and have it removed from DSM-5 because they don't want to think that they have a mental disorder. You probably do, guys. Sorry, you do. Um, that, and, and you know what? That's my position. I have a right as an American to say that. 
doesn't make me transphobe. It just means that you have a mental disorder, like autism. I'm not. I have a son with autism. Do you think that like I am prejudiced against him? No, I love my boy. He's my boy. I love him with all my heart. So you know, if my child had gender dysphoria, I'd love my child with all my heart too. Doesn't mean, doesn't change the fact that I don't love them, or doesn't change the fact that I, uh, 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 you know, doesn't change the fact of my love for them. But it just, the facts are the facts, okay? You know, you're born a girl, sorry, your name's Ellen Page, okay? You know, you, you're, you're, what, 30? You know, you, you've been, you've been a lesbian since you were like 26 or something like that. Now you're in your 30s and now you're like, ah, I'm a guy. I'm Elliot Page now. I'm like, this is the most fucking bullshit i've ever heard sorry you know it just is and so you know if i were on twitter and i said uh so ellen page thinks he thinks she's a guy now i would probably be one they they call this they've made up these stupid terms like dead name oh you used her her name that or oh oh see i even i even fell into a trap right there see uh i said her uh you used his dead name. You used his former name. And I'm like, <laughs> what's wrong with you people? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, but this is just ridiculous. This is, this is the height of insanity now. Because I would be removed for that. I'd be removed for that. Years ago, when Twitter was starting out, nobody gave a shit. Nobody thought about this crap. Nobody was talking about transgenderism. All right. Nobody was talking about this crap. So, you know, we, you, you know, it's like you got marriage equality and then it's like all these activists, people would think, oh, all these activists are now going to calm down. Hell no. No. Now they have to go and find a new fight. Now they have to manufacture a new war. And they did. That's all this is. It's as, when they say a culture war, they, they're right. It's a culture war. This is and and. and I don't know how like woke they want this country to be, how sissified they want people to be, but this is not good for a country. This is how countries fall. Because they become weak, because you can't talk straight. You 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 know, words are now verboten, meaning forbidden. Word words are now uh, erased. And so when people, you know, Lucas is going and saying, oh, you know, it's like people using like hash, you know, people talking about 1984, George Orwell, Orwellian, you know, society. It's because they're seeing words erased. They're seeing their speech be curtailed. I'm not saying that when you go and say the N-word, you shouldn't be gone, you know, get kicked off of Twitter or Facebook. You should, or at least given a warning and have that, that post or, or tweet deleted, you know, that, you know, the you know, you maybe have a three strikes law for, for social media or something, you know, which, but if you were even to go and say, Kyle Rittenhouse is an American hero, that'll put you in Facebook jail for 30 days because you can't have a, an opinion like that. However, though, you could go and say, George Floyd is an American hero. You could go and say that, um, uh, that, um, uh, uh, 
the Blake guy from Kenosha, he's an American hero. Even though those those two gentlemen had huge criminal rap records and George Floyd had been engaging in, 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 in excessive drug use that day, which ultimately, based on the, uh, the autopsy report, uh, was the proximate cause of his death. Uh, still, I do say that the police officer knelt on his neck uh, for far too long and whatnot. But George Floyd likely was going to either die in that cop car or he was going to die in a jail cell or he was going to, if, if they hadn't even caught him, he was going to go and probably die at his residence that day or at his buddy's residence. So point being, though, is that, you know, you can call those people American heroes. But Kyle Rittenhouse, who defended his life and actually tried to stop the destruction of property by violent rioters and looters, you can't call him an American hero. So that's that's where it's like you're, you're starting to – and they go and argue that like it supports violence. Um, I believe that he was the one who was getting shot at first and returned fire. You know, all of the facts kind of get muddled in with the woke left and, 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 the, and the big tech and the message that they want to send. So, you know, look, the people who – like like Lucas who were going and saying, oh, well, you know. People are getting gaslit by, you know, these terms like that America's, you know, crumbling or, um, you know, we're losing America. Uh, we are losing America. We're losing American culture. We're losing American heritage. They're toppling statues. They're they're uh, having to rename things. Uh, Abraham Lincoln wasn't woke enough because for some reason, like, they feel he didn't, you know, uh, support black lives or something. I can't remember what the narrative is, but here in California, they're going to remove uh, um, a school named after Abraham Lincoln. They're going to change that name because of that justification. They're, um, you know, they've taken down uh, the Theodore Roosevelt uh, monument out of, uh, from, uh, I believe it was uh, the, New York uh, Library or the museum or something like that. It's it's insane what's going on. It might have been Washington D.C. Uh, library or museum. I, I can't recall. Anyways, the point being is that these are insane. Uh, Boston is removing the um, uh, a copy of the uh, uh, Lincoln Emancipation of a Slave uh, statue. The original in D.C., which was funded by free slaves because it looks from a point of subjugation from some perspective uh, because Lincoln is standing and the, the slave it looks like he's kneeling, but what it's actually happening is Lincoln is putting his hand on the slave's head, emancipating him, reading off of the emancipation, and the slave is actually rising to be a fellow man. To be an equal. See, but because of a perspective, that's all it takes now. A perspective. I don't feel that looks right. I don't understand. Uh, you know, it's amazing to me because they, uh, the left always criticizes the right as being, you know, those who are ignorant of history or those who are ignorant. They are not educated enough and all this crap. Listen here. 
You guys, just because you may have an education, doesn't mean you're intelligent. There's a difference between intelligence and education. I hope you understand that by now. The point is, is that just because you feel something doesn't mean it's correct. And your feelings, just like... Just like Ben Shapiro says, facts don't care about your feelings. Your feelings should not dictate the removal of statues or the renaming of, of buildings or institutions. So, Lucas is very wrong because what is happening is we are seeing the renaming of institutions. We're seeing the destruction of statues. They took down the, uh, the statue of Francis Scott Key, the, the man who wrote the Star-Spangled Banner, because it says slave in the third stanza of the Star-Spangled Banner. But if you read it in context, it's not, it's, it's, it's not celebrating slavery. It's talking about like indentured servants and mercenaries and things of that nature who are fighting on the side of the British that's what it's talking about. It's talking about hire, hirelings, slaves, things like that. They're talking about the the enemy who is the British and being, you know, you know they wouldn't stand, you know, you know they, they, they would turn away from the, uh, the Star Spangled Banner, you know, and that's the, so if you just read it, but because it says a word, and because it triggers a certain feeling of certain people, they use that as a justification to tear down without a proper, you know, legal authority. You know, goons and thugs turn, you know, tore down the statue of Francis Scott Key in San Francisco. You know, it was a beautiful monument. It was a beautiful uh, display and everything, and they just tore that thing down. It was just such a damn shame to see that happen. You know, it's just a showing of absolute ignorance and fear. And, you know, what Lucas doesn't understand is that this is a, 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 a chain, a movement to change American culture, values, heritage, and history. So yes, this is, America is falling. Americanism is falling. So, you know, and, 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 the, and the Congress doesn't seem to care at all. They just want to print that money and keep people shut down and locked down. It, you know, people's pride and purpose, you know, their, their entrepreneurial spirit, their, their rugged individualism, that um, those American values are failing because Congress has this place shut down. Tyrannical state governors, many of whom are Democrats, have this place shut down. Despite the shutdowns, the virus cases are rising. So riddle me that. Is it because nobody's adhering to, to the lockdowns? Everybody's Everybody's been locked down for freaking 10 months, okay? So, so don't give me that crap. People have been locked down for 10 months. People have complied, all right? It's just an endemic virus. It's everywhere. So shutdowns don't work, 
All right. And guess what? If hospitals are overrun, build more hospitals, bring in the hospital ships, uh, br- bring in, you know, a uh, field, you know, uh, army Corps of engineers to build field hospitals, you know, build more ventilators, do that for those who are, who are vulnerable. Otherwise let people open up because the shutdowns aren't working. So, yeah, America is falling. And, you know, the, the President Trump talking about those things, talking about those issues, nobody else was. Joe Biden sure as hell isn't. Kamala Harris isn't. That cackling bitch doesn't know what the hell she, she believes in. She sure doesn't believe in America. Joe Biden believes in China. Hunter Biden believes in crack cocaine and anything that he can do to go and buy more of that shit. So, yeah, America is falling. People are angry. Rightfully so. So it wasn't just whipping up a bunch of, you know, uh, frustration over a lie. I've just given you several examples of a failing country. Of a country being permanently changed, possibly, by far left and anarchist and nihilist marauders who have friends in Congress. You have AOC, the squad, you know, Rashid Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley. You know, all of them, you know, you have the older ones. You have Maxine Waters. You got, uh, uh, well, you got Adam Schiff even. He's happy to do this. Uh, You got all, you know, Chuck Schumer. You've got, uh, you got, you got... You got so many. I mean, that's the point. <clears throat> you have so many of these people who are, with, you know, Nancy Pelosi is just happy, pleases punch that, you know, there there were riots and, and looting. You know, she wasn't, she was saying, well, I, I'm surprised that there aren't more, you know, or, you know, there's, there should be more or something like that. Don't want to mischaracterize her. But I know for a fact that Kamala Harris encouraged the riots and that they should continue on. And I know that Ilhan Omar did too. AOC did too. Rashid Tlaib, pretty sure she did. And Ayanna Presley, I, I I believe she's made statements about it as well. So, yeah, they have fr- the the people on the ground who are 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 are, are the 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 brown shirts who are doing this chaos and doing the destruction and removing our statues. And removing our the the names of of historical figures on buildings, those people are getting encouragement and funding even from their friends in Congress. So we have a country that is on the brink of permanent change, and it's not good change. It's not. You, it's it's not unifying change. This is divisive change that is trying to destroy things on 
false premises. And what I mean by that is things like trying to destroy the trying to take down uh, you know historical figures because history is imperfect and these historical figures weren't perfect people. No historical figure was a perfect person. When they try and take down John Sutter because he owned Miwok slaves, yet you don't look at the history that there were many tribes that owned other tribes as slaves and also engaged in wars and killed other tribes and that there was conflict and that that the history of America is not perfect. History as a whole is imperfect. There's not a person alive or a person dead that is perfect. So trying to find somebody and the thing that's hilarious is that they try to go and put up these these statues of the other people. They're even put they put up I think a bust of George Floyd somewhere or something like that. Come on. <laughs> Don't <laughs> George Floyd <laughs> was a robber, a drug user, and you know, had and had and had physically assaulted a woman during a, a robbery. Alright? He is not a model man. Okay? And uh, look, Ray Charles, for instance, I love Ray Charles. All right. That didn't mean though, that Ray Charles didn't like heroin. Uh, didn't, you know, didn't like, you know, um, uh, he, he, he was a womanizer. I mean, you know, the guy had his flaws. All right. He's a great musician, loved his work, love it to this day. You know, every time that, you know, George is on my mind is you know on on the on the uh, you know, on the radio. I love it. I sing it. But that doesn't mean that he didn't have his flaws. All right. Should should we tear down that that beautiful statue of him playing it um, on the piano? No. No. That's a beautiful statue. I think it even rotates or something like that too I, I i read about it once i thought i was like wow that's really cool i gotta go and see that someday but you know that's you know that's that, that's my point is that people are flawed human beings they have histories they have addictions they have problems and then some of them may have engaged in historical you know atrocities or 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 conflicts but these figures represent something. They represent how America came to be. Now, I mean, we want to have a conversation about Confederate statues. We can have conversation. But even so, ripping down statues of Robert E. Lee, I mean, is going and saying, oh, they need to go into a museum. How many people go to museums other than children on a field trip? Maybe people go to the Smithsonian when they go to Washington, D.C. You know, other than that, you know, putting it into, you know, a a dark corner of a museum isn't going to teach anybody anything. That's the problem is, is that there's just this, this perpetual ignorance that seems to keep going round and round in this country. So, that's, so... I know that I went on 
a few tangents, but in summation, Amazing Lucas was, he, he had some good points about, look, if you're going to take down Trump, you got to take down all the politicians who have encouraged violence or, or um, said awful things. And Twitter hasn't done so. And they won't do so because as long as the, it's it's on their ideology, as long as it aligns with their ideology, their their bias as a company and what message they want represented, they're not going to go and delete those people or remove those people. Yeah, you know, that's why you have Antifa and BLM. And you have AOC and and the squad and, and the squad members all having their twi- Twitter uh, their, their 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 Twitter accounts. Uh, so th- so that's why they they all get to stay because they fit the narrative. They 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 have an aligned ideology with Twitter. You know, same with Facebook. You know, that's why you have you know these uh, Donald Trump is not my president. Account on Facebook with I forget like four million you know uh, sub- uh, subscribers or members. You still have you still have that. What? Why is that? Because it aligns with Facebook's ideology. It's okay with Facebook to go and have that. You know, uh, walk away being removed from Facebook though. I mean that that's just ridiculous. Walk away is a completely innocent and 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 you know it's been a peaceful organization. I mean, they've had rallies, but it's just been to kind of encourage people to walk away from the Democrat Party. So, so that's where we are. We're we're at we're at this point where people just aren't 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 listening, and uh, they're shutting people down. And you know, it's (sighs) the people who were Trump's are Trump supporters the people who are feeling that this country is falling apart you know i mean you you want another, another thing is that congress is drafting like tons of anti second amendment bills right now um they're going to be ready for for Joe Biden um uh there uh i believe there was HR 1296 was the assault weapon ban one um so that that was from uh, the previous Congress, but all they have to do is just change up the number, and uh, that'll be ready and waiting. So that I, you know, as, as soon as Congress votes on that, it'll go to the Senate. Um, they'll have to determine whether or not Joe Manchin from West Virginia, the Democrat, uh, who's the most moderate of Democrats, they'll have to determine whether or not he's willing to go and you know sell out his constituents in West Virginia, uh, for party loyalty. And, uh, so he might become the John McCain of the Democrat party and, uh, he might, or, or, but you never know, Mitt Romney might, you know, cancel out his, his vote or something like that, or Mitch McConnell or whomever. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's a, there's a whole lot of uncertainties coming into, uh, this Congress as to where, loyalty lies if it lies with the constitution or and the and the and constituents or if it lies with you know this globalist uh, mega government 
takeover that seems to be happening. So, you know, when, when people are concerned with <laughs> the, you know, the erosion of your constitutional rights, you know, your freedoms, your, uh, your culture, your heritage, your history, your values, when people are worried about that, I've laid out quite a bit today that you can just look back at and go and say, well, let's go and check these boxes, go and see, is, are things being erased? Uh, you know, are, are, my, uh, are my rights being removed or restricted? You know, uh, I'm not able to go and make, I'm not able to make a living because I'm shut down by government edicts and, and orders that are unconstitutional. But if I try to uh, uh, violate them, I get arrested and thrown in jail. So, there, there we go. I, you know, it's up to you to decide whether or not the, you know, the America that you recognize isn't, you don't see, if you don't see it anymore. You know, or, or the America that is here isn't the America that you grew up in. That's a question for you. I mean, the answer to, for me is a clear yes. I, the America I grew up in isn't here anymore. Um, and I understand that things always change, but they're supposed to change for the better. They're, this isn't changing for the better. This is, these erosions of, of our rights, values, freedoms, these things are, 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 are harbingers for dark days to come. And I hate to be on a negative note on that, but that that's what people are fighting against. People are fighting against these things that are destroying their America that they grew up in. And I understand that. I sympathize with that. So, um, you know, when people say to fight back against these things, um, you have to understand why people are, are, are frustrated and, and desperate and, depressed and and angry so so on that note i'm gonna conclude this episode and uh just kind of let me know either and also please subscribe um and uh i'd really appreciate if you subscribe and share this and uh let your friends know and um we'll hopefully be moving this uh this this uh this podcast to more people and hopefully more people will be hearing this more often so i, I really hope that that's the case uh, so anyways also uh, i'm on parlor uh, you can find me there and uh, leave a comment or you can comment on here as well i think that this has a uh, anchor has a, a, a comment section that you're uh welcome to drop a comment on so um Anyways, I just want to say thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, have a great day, and God bless America.